Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before the episode, we have a couple of announcements. One is that our second Kickstarter campaign is still going. It's running through October 22nd. So if you haven't checked it out yet, Liz and I are each curating an editor's pick box that features some nerdy brands and creators that we love and think that you'll love too. So we reached our goal, which is amazing, but each box that we sell helps us fund things at the Sartorial Geek and also helps us pay the uh, geeky brands and artists and creators and businesses that we want to support in this uh year that has not been very kind to many of us. So if you want to check that out, you can search Sartorial Geek in Kickstarter or head to sartorialgeek.com or at Sartorial Geek on Instagram or Twitter. The link is everywhere. Um, And if you're listening after Kickstarter, the main way that we fund everything that happens at the Sartorial Geek is through Patreon. So we love and appreciate everyone who has gone to patreon.com slash sartorial geek and um, has given a monthly or annual donation. You can do either, which is very cool. And we want to thank some people in particular. So thank you to Samantha, Jamie, Catherine, Michelle, Sarah, and Jennifer. We appreciate you all so much and we hope you all enjoy the episode. This week's episode is sponsored by Geeklery. Geeklery is a curated collection of artisan-made jewelry and goods inspired by favorite fandoms, pop culture, and all things nerdy and geeky. One of my favorite things about Geeklery is that they have one-of-a-kind or very small batch products, so you want to keep checking back to see their selection and grab something that you love right away because it might be the only one that there is. They also donate 5% of their sales to Pop Culture Classroom, which is working to inspire a love of learning, increase literacy, celebrate diversity, and build community through the tools of popular culture and the power of self-expression. Follow them at Geeklery or head to geeklery.com to start shopping. Have you heard of the film Spontaneous? If not, get ready for the most outrageous coming-of-age love story about growing up and blowing up. When students in their high school begin inexplicably exploding, literally, Mara, played by Katherine Langford, and Dylan, played by Charlie Plummer, struggle to survive in a world where each moment may be their last. As an unexpected romance blossoms between them, Mara and Dylan discover that when tomorrow is no longer promised, they can finally start living for today. It's based on a popular young adult novel, and it's available on digital and on demand now. And we are also giving away five copies of this movie on our Instagram at Sartorial Geek. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Danae, and I am back with Nina Penalosa, who was just on about Star Wars stuff and has been on about uh, fashion challenge stuff of which the fall challenge is coming up. So stay tuned on Instagram, but we're talking about something different today. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you introduce what we should listen to Nina. Okay. So hi guys. Um, I'm here to talk about BTS and I'm pretty sure um, if you hadn't before, you probably know them now because they are like everywhere. (laughs) After yes. coming out with um, their first English, all English single, Dynamite. 
Yeah. And then also yeah. they were on Jimmy Fallon, like for a whole week, there was a whole residency and that was amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, and- if anyone doesn't know this band, I mean, I feel like I had never heard of them. And then everyone I know was talking about them, which is insane. <laughs> Yeah, they've been around for a while. Like, this is their seventh year um, as a group. Yeah, they debuted in 2013. Um, I heard about them maybe a couple years ago, like in 2018. Um, And I was just like, oh, cool. Like, a K-pop band is, like, gaining a lot of traction here in the U.S. That's not something that you hear about all the time. Like, I've heard of K-pop, but, like, if you asked me, like, seven years ago to name a K-pop group, I'd be like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And then yeah, this is um, the only one I can name. Yeah. And then my sister um, started to become interested in them like around like late 2018. And um, so that's where like she really got into it. Like when you fall down the rabbit hole, like mm-hmm. you are you are just going to fall forever. Like there's no <laughs> getting out. Like one of the members names is Jimin. So like we like to say, once you gym in, you can't gym out. <laughs> Oh, I like that. I yeah. like if you because I don't really I don't have a ton of experience with like music fandoms, but I obviously that's huge. Like bands have huge followings and that's how this goes. But I think one of the coolest things about BTS is that there is like a whole community of fans around them. So if that's how, you know, if you want to fan about the music you're listening to with other people this is a perfect thing to get into because yeah there's a whole there's a whole thing yeah and bts like legit bts army which is like what their fandom is called uh it is the most pure most wholesome fandom i think i'm part of and also like it's so sweet because like when when you watch interviews with them or like see live performances or hear them talk about their fans, you can tell that they love us just as much as we love them. That's great. So it's just, it just gives you like the warm fuzzies. Like, it's like, look, I love Star Wars, but Star Wars doesn't love me back. Look how they treat women. Okay? I mean, honestly, <laughs> yes, there is a lot. And even, even some like properties or, you know, stories that's, that aren't, problematic of themselves like the fans get crazy sometimes so to have like both parts be wholesome and wonderful is kind of amazing it's it's such a rarity it's yeah yeah. so um i fell pretty hard earlier this year well i started like my friend told me that we started listening to them in november because she saw some old text messages that we were doing back and oh, forth. Oh, nice. And we started listening to them the day we went to go watch um, Fleabag, the um, live recording, when they put it in movie theaters. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's that's where my BTS journey began. And also, like, they have this line of really cute, like, characters called BT21. And I'm sure some of you have seen them around. They're kind of like Sanrio-ish, like Hello Kitty. And I remember when, when I started working at Barnes and Noble again, um, like I would see the merch around. I'm like, this stuff is so cute, but I can't buy it because I feel like I need to listen to them first. And then I was like, OK, you know, what? because my sister, 
she like, you know, whenever she would talk to me or my mom, she would send all these BTS reaction gifts or she would constantly <laughs> talk about them. And I'm just like, I don't know who you're talking about. And like also when we went to New York last year in April, they were there at the same time that I was there. And my sister was like, oh, my God, you're going to be there like during their next debut or like come back. And I was like, OK. And now I'm like, fuck, I was in New York when BTS was. <laughs> Oh, man. That's, honestly, there is not much that's more of a bummer than that of like having an experience that you don't know or appreciate because you're not in a fandom yet. And then later you're like, oh, my God, I was right there. What happened? <laughs> Yeah. And then also like when my hair was blue last year or like I dyed my hair blue a couple years ago, but it was blue last year. And my sister goes, oh, um, one of the members named V or uh, also called Tay because his name is Kim Young. Cool. Um, he had blue hair around that time. And she goes, oh, my God, you have the same color hair. And I was like, I don't know him. And now, I don't care, I'm, right? like, <laughs> and now I'm just like, oh, that's my baby boyfriend. <laughs> He's so hot. It's stupid. Well, and that's something that's fun, too. We were talking about this before we were recording. Like, there's like someone like the band is so big. So there, you know, there's someone for everyone, which is cool, yeah. too. And also like something that I learned when my sister like started to get into BTS is that like there's this whole like lingo with K-pop. So like they're called idols, like the K-pop stars. Okay. And also, um, if you have a favorite, they're called your bias. If you have your second oh. favorite is called your bias record. So, okay. Yeah, because it's like they have, like, they could easily, like, wreck your biases spot. Yeah. So for, for me, like, my bias would be J-Hope and um, V, because <laughs> you could be double biased. I learned this recently. Because <laughs> at first, because I was like, I was always saying, like, um, V is my bias record. Um, but, like, Dynamite came out and I was just like, hold on. Like, what what happened because like you're like I always thought you were handsome, but like you got hot. Like <laughs> and also, okay, there's a formula to figure out like who like how old your baby boyfriend can be, right? And he's yeah. he's the age he's that right age, so I don't feel gross. <laughs> okay. Well good. I'm just I'm just defending myself to make myself feel better. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. But yeah, and also I think what makes BTS so popular besides the fact that um, they're so like loving towards their fans is that their music actually has substance compared to the boy bands that like were around when we grew up. And yeah. not to diss those, not to diss them, because like I loved NSYNC growing up. I was like crazy about them. But like BTS, they like have this whole message of like, um, speaking up for yourself, loving yourself, mental health. And it's also reflected in their songs. And um, yeah, and like, even though like a lot of their, like, you know, everything's in Korean with some English sprinkled in. Uh, but like, if you look at the song translations or if you watch uh, videos with subtitles, like you can, like you get the point, like you get the message. And that's, I mean, I think that's a good point. Like, I obviously, I was, like, super into NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, too. And it's not, it's not a diss, but it's, like, it's even cooler when there's more there, too. You know? Like, it's, like, we love those boy bands, but also 
if there can be a boy band that you're obsessed with that also has like a good message (laughs) that's even better yeah and they have this one song called idol and it's basically a diss track to their haters and the vibe that it gives me is like like nsync's dirty pop you know Mm because that's also that was also a diss track but um listening to bts i'm just like whoa so they they like were able to do it better (laughs) great yeah yeah because it's like um i don't even know how to describe it it's like you guys could just like look up the look up idol on youtube there are tons of performances the music video is insane it's super colorful and in your face and every time i watch it i'm just like i wish i was high (laughs) (laughs) um but um yeah so there's that and there's also another song that i really like called go go and it's um it's like a fun party-ish sounding song and i didn't really like you know Obviously, the first time I heard it, I didn't know what it was about. I just thought it, like, was super catchy and had a good, like, hook. And then I talked to my sister about it, and she goes, oh, that's actually, like, um, social commentary on, um, like, the criticism that our generation, the younger generation, gets for, um, like, being materialistic. Like, you know, we like to treat ourselves to, like, good food or, like... um, like just nice things in general right like we get shit for liking avocado toast right Um, that's the default like (laughs) stop ordering your lattes and avocado toast and you can be a millionaire or whatever yeah but it's like you know um it's like talking about how um older generations like they like i said they criticize the younger generation for being that way and it's all very tongue-in-cheek like when you listen to it and like look up the lyrics in the translation like one of the lines translated is basically i don't have the money but i want to leave far away and i was like whoa so basically like 2019 for me was my go-go year because i was like because i was all over the place last year i just remember being like okay well if i'm making money i want to be able to travel I want to be able to experience things. And that's why I was like in New York three times last year. I Mm -hmm. went to Boston. I went to Disneyland like two times. (laughs) Which is like the best. I mean, and I totally get that. I can totally understand and relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah. Also, if someone. Oh, what's that? Oh, I was just going to say, I think something else that's very appealing about BTS is their sense of style. Yeah. Like, you just look at, because I remember when I first started, like, getting into it, there's this one video called DNA. And I don't know if you remember, but Jeff Goldblum had this, like, rainbow Gucci sweater with, like, a tiger on it. And a couple of my friends... I don't remember that, but I love uh, that description. It's a, it's an amazing sweater. And I remember I almost wanted to buy the knockoff that my two friends bought because they like, I think they had a photo op with Jed Goldblum somewhere. Nice. But then when I when I watched the DNA video, like my favorite J-Hope was wearing that sweater. And I was like, <gasps> wait, I was like, hold on. I was like, I need this, obviously, now. And this was like before. Double reason to have it. This was before COVID hit, right? Because I was yep. supposed to see them in April. And I was like, oh, "Oh, yeah. So I wanted to buy the sweater so I could wear it to the concert. Yeah. (laughs) But then, yeah. And you guys, and I've seen other people do this too, but like you, 
and who Alice and Kat. Um, oh, and, and Allison, and also my sister. Yeah, you guys just did like a cosplay of them, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, what I learned was that the first Tuesday of the month is called Army Selka Day. And basically, you take a selfie of yourself, like, kind of doing the same pose as one of the guys. And then you just post it on social media. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's funny, because, like, um, Alice, Kat, and Allison, like, well, Allison was a casual fan before. But then, um, like, when we had our late night jams doing the planning for the Galactic Coven thing, we mm-hmm. would talk about BTS and then she's like, I'm going to like, she's like, it's my goal. It's my mission to figure out who my bias is. <laughs> and then pretty That's soon. like, goal. Yeah. And then, um, then she started to spiral and like, there's no going back. And then Alice and Kat, Alice was basically like my sister when she first started getting to BTS. Cause she was like, I like them, but I'm not, you know, I'm not army. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but no, but she's there. She's there. Good. <laughs> well, that's what I was just going to say before we started recording. We were talking about how, like, even though you love them, like, this is a deep fandom. So you're, you know, still sort of at the towards the beginning. I mean, you're you're pretty deep. But like if someone say someone's listening who's literally never heard of BTS before, like, how do you suggest like getting into it? Like, what's the gateway? I guess Do you're just like start listening or yeah for me for me it was um i started listening um like i because i have spotify so i just looked up um whatever playlist there was and i would listen to that um yeah that's basically what me and my friend did when we first started listening on our way back home watching fleabag nice and but i did um like because they came out with their single boy with love with Halsey last year and I do remember watching the music video when it came out and I liked the song and I listened to it a few times but I was like I'm not falling down this hole like and it's funny because my sister she'd be like um you know talking about them and army and I was like I'm already in an army I'm in Loki's army Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I don't need to be in another one and now I'm like who's Loki (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) that was a joke but it hurt to say so (laughs) and I think that's the thing it's like there's always room for more fandoms right like it I think that's something that's so wonderful about being passionate about things you can just keep adding and like maybe you'll get exhausted at some point but I don't know we haven't hit that yet like you can just add more things you love it's like I've basically been like um, they're going to be my top artists on Spotify, like towards the end of the year recap. I'm like a thousand kajillion percent sure because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all I've been listening to. And um, it's just it's there for me. I find them very therapeutic. Like um, they also do like a variety show called Run BTS and it's just a bunch of like silly antics and they play games and like you can see they are like, you know, when you watch them perform, it's like, whoa, those guys are so cool. But then you watch these things and uh, (laughs) they're a bunch of freaking dorks. (laughs) I (laughs) love that. They're so chaotic. It's amazing. I love that. And then they also just came out with um, like a reality show that it aired um, in Asia. And um, there's an app called Weavers where you can like 
buy and like get new content from different K-pop groups. So yeah, uh, yeah, they did this thing called In the Soup. And basically it's like seven episodes of them glamping, like in some recluse area in Korea. Um, But it's like, there's like two houses and there's like a floating house where they can fish and um, like a camper. And it's just them chilling and cooking and it's just but it's so pure and so cute yeah and i think i think this is all entertainment like like people have been finding different ways to cope in quarantine and i think there are different things that you need at different times so like i know sometimes it feels therapeutic to listen to like dark angsty things because that's how we're feeling but then also sometimes it's really nice to listen to like your wholesome things and so this is i feel like a good a really good option for anyone who feels like they need to swing to that side of things right now um it really does seem like this band brings a lot of people so much joy which is wonderful they really do and also like i feel like it's brought me and my sister closer because we have something to bond over oh, again. Yeah. And it's kind of like cyclical because that's how we were with NSYNC. Cause I remember um, with NSYNC, she had an allergic reaction to like some soap. So she was just like chilling in bed and the Disney channel concert came on. And then she was just like, Whoa, this is amazing. And then she told me, and then like we got into it and went super hard. <laughs> that's so cute though. You're having like an adult version of that now. Yeah, it's exciting. I love that. Um, So I'm assuming you're okay with sharing your social media for people who either already listen or are going to start listening and want to just like be fans with you about BTS. Yes, please dork out with me. If you're ARMY (laughs) or if you're not ARMY, like just you can come jam with me. It's cool. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LaFancyGeek. Yeah, that's that's basically it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I always forget this, but you can also go to the Sartorial Geek staff page and scroll down and uh, everyone can find your social there, too. Um, oh, yeah, because I'm on the staff now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we'll be in touch with the people soon about our fall challenge. And uh, and you're working on the magazine now, which is so awesome. And I think. I don't know if it'll be out by the time this episode comes out, but uh, you have a really cool article in the fall issue that will be out very soon, if not already. Um, So thanks for everything you do, Nina. And thanks for introducing us to, I hope, some people's new favorite band. Um, Yes. This will be great. This is a very lovely find in any time, but especially in the sadness that is this quarantine season so yeah thanks for having me and letting me dork out about bts thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode you can head to our archives to hear more or hit subscribe to hear what's coming up next if you want to go a step above and beyond you can leave us a review on itunes which helps other nerdy people find us or you can go to patreon.com slash sartorial geek to help keep the podcast going and check out the cool rewards that we have over there Have a great week and stay nerdy.